Welcome to Saucer Cinema, the podcast about UFOs, aliens, and otherworldly phenomena in film, TV, and other media. I'm your host, Alex. On this special bonus episode, I'm joined by Chalky to talk about Voyage of the Rock Aliens from 1984, starring Craig Sheffer, Pia Zadora, and directed by James Fargo. Hello, everybody. Today I have Chalky on the podcast. We're going to be talking about Voyage of the Rock Aliens. How are you today, Chalky? I'm so, you know, I'm I'm reeling over the death of Dusty Hill from ZZ Top. And uh, beards listen, are half mast today. Yeah, I shave mine half off. <laughs> and um, man, what a what a legend. R.I.P. Yeah, what a legend. Dusty Hill. So that's, that's so I've been listening to a lot of uh, ZZ Top. Um, so I'm feeling good. ZZ Top makes you feel good. And this movie made me feel, I don't know, all sorts of things. Kind of good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting uh, smorgasbord of uh, uh, tones, feelings, uh, <laughs> quality. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. all over the place. It really is all over the place. Now, you so you've been watching like some serious space movies on this podcast, right? Yeah, no musicals or comedies. Yeah, this is the first musical and the first comedy. Oh, I'm so glad I could be the one to to bring a, a rock a rock and roll new wave musical comedy. Well, they try to go for jokes. There's some good jokes in it. Yeah, there, I laughed. I did laugh more times than I was expected to. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. Um. So you was you recommended this movie? How, what did you? Where did you hear about this movie? Well, the great streaming service that I got so into during pandemic, um, Tubi. It's free with ads of course to, and they they have they have the greatest collection of shitty cult movies or like just oh, yeah. shitty like 80s movies which are you know i love that's my that's my uh that's your wheelhouse <laughs> well, it's, well it's it's the it's the genre i just like to have on all the time like even in the background i like to have a movie like bachelor party going it's just it's comfort comforting these terrible 80s comedies so um and they have good horror i think they have a partnership with agfa the American Film Genre Archive people. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, okay. American Genre Film Archive. Yeah, Agfa, and I think Agfa helps out with, with all these crazy movies. Yeah. Anyway, this 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 dropped on there, and people were texting me like, um, "You got to watch it. You got to watch it." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, Tubi, so great." And I, I've had a lot of false starts with this movie. I'll start it, and I just can't get through it. And <laughs> <laughs> so I figured when you asked me to do this, I'm like, oh, okay, well, this one, because it's music and aliens and space, and I, I need to watch it. I need to sit down. And so I'm glad I did. So this was the reason I picked this one. I had never heard of this one. And I'm not exactly an expert on, like, that kind mm -hmm. of cinema, but, like, I'm pretty at least familiar with most of the big me, me too. Uh, you know what? Like, why don't more people talk about this movie? I guess maybe they are now since it dropped on Tubi. But like, I guess I've read I've read the name of it, like when I was skimming P as Adora's Wikipedia or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And and like it never caught my eye or what, what happened? It's so it's 
it's a alien movie it's a beach party movie it's a 50s like uh, rock and roll movie there's new wave bands there's rockabilly bands there's a yacht rock song so uh, why don't more people there's a cool monster why don't more people talk about it right um yeah i don't know maybe it's because is it is it mediocre i don't know i've watched it this morning in full and um i was i was immersed into the world of voyage of the rock aliens why don't you tell me your first impressions Okay. Well, I mean, I, you know, I'm, I, I figured, okay, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a campy musical thing. Like it definitely is. It feels very, very of that time of that retro aesthetic. Like, uh, I don't, I guess that started kind of in the seventies and it continued it well into the eighties. Um, you know, like, it's Oh, you like, mean like the people, uh, were obs- the people in the eighties were obsessed with the fifties. You mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know, or like yeah. trash <laughs> from like the previous decades, like, like, you know, B-52s or, or yeah. ramps or uh, even mystery science theater 3000, you know, that kind of whole thing where like it, it's that whole spectrum of. And you could even throw in things like blue velvet and stuff into that. Yeah. Yeah. That true. World. True. True. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Just and, like a look, a look back on I, how life was ideal and we were just going to the beach and eating burgers all day, you know? Yeah. <laughs> watching monster movies and yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I think this one, this one definitely, um, I'll just have to go, come on and say it. Like I enjoyed it, but like thing that really prevented me from really, really loving it was, <laughs> was the, uh, the songs just aren't that great. They're just kind of mediocre for the most part. I don't know. Yeah. Well, they, they, they jump all over the place. And I'll, I'll I'll try to break it down a little bit for the listeners if they haven't seen it. There's, it's a musical and there's lots of songs in it. <laughs> it mm-hmm. opens up with a song, and it opens up with a Jermaine Jackson song mm-hmm. that seems to come out of nowhere. Like, okay, yeah. we're on this spaceship. This movie opens around this spaceship, and then this robot is looking down on Earth, uh, like the different kinds of music there is, looking for rock music in search of rock music, which is yeah. such a good yeah, always the robot. A, is voiced by uh, Peter Cullen, a famous voice actor. He's done probably every cartoon ever. Optimus it? Prime, most famously. Oh, that's him. Transformers, yeah. They have some big. They have some good like names and like um, cult cinema a- actors in this movie. But I think they wanted this song or this movie to be a hit because it's self-aware, but like it's not. It doesn't take away from it. It knows it's a corny movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 very <laughs> yeah. It's very intentionally a campy, oh, oh, like uh, nod to older movies, but it's also obviously having fun and trying to be a musical. And um, I think what really prevents it from being a good beach movie for me too is that it's like obviously filmed in like winter or autumn in Georgia. <laughs> I mean, it's filmed in Georgia, and like it looks like Georgia in autumn or winter, and so like it kind of just takes away from the beach vibes, you know? Because we, you know, yeah. down here, we have Thank beaches you. down here, you know. <laughs> I didn't realize what was going on because yeah, the beach scenes were off. There were no ocean in them. And it was just like felt off. I'm like, what's going on here? And it just looked like a pain in the ass to shoot. Cause you know, bringing any, like just if you bring your little umbrella on the beach, it's like, it's it's hard to, hard to do that. It's difficult, you know? These people had to bring these whole stages and wear their cramps outfits up there and oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, what yeah. are they doing? Yeah, so I don't know, man. It, those beach scenes were cumbersome, um, but okay. So I, I, I liked, I did like the beach, the energy in this movie 
is that of which movies I would say are like uh, like Earth Girls are easy. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking that Earth Girls are easy. Uh, uh, or Back to the Beach. Back to it the would, Beach, another exactly, yeah. exactly. That they would be a really good double feature with any of those. Exactly, those are exactly where the two movies I was thinking about the most. But oh, okay, cool. We're on the same. But it was a little off, like you said. It's just like like the beach isn't really a beach, and it's just it was filmed in the winter, and it's kind of it feels off. It feels like Canadian off or something like that. Yeah, like it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it opens up with this Jermaine Jackson. Song. I just got to get it out of the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I, close up on Jermaine Jackson's face, and it's totally outside of the world of the movie. It just comes out of nowhere. Apparently, it was like a video that was supposed to be tacked onto the end credits. <laughs> and, but then they decided they to just put it at the beginning of the movie. And uh, yeah. And it definitely sets a vibe that the movie goes away from immediately after. Because it's, like, it's like shot in. It's like shot in Europe. It's like in the Mediterranean or something. It's like gorgeous and warm and beachy looking. And like, <laughs> and it's, it's kind of Mad Max esque thing going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, okay, we're on the Mad Max planet now or something. <laughs> and know? but Pia Zadora is in this video. It's a duet between yeah. Pia Zadora and Jermaine. So Jermaine Jackson, that scene just goes away, yep. never to be seen again. But she's in the movie as someone else. Yes. And I find her very. I think she's a bad person in real life. I'll tell oh, you why, oh, but okay. I think <laughs> I think she is very likable in this movie. I like yeah, her a lot. She's adorable. Yeah, <laughs> she's she's really adorable. Yeah. yeah, she's she's so she looks great. And Alex, can we talk about the clothes and the hair and everything? It's really they do a good job. Yeah, they like they were pretty good with like consistent having that rockabilly thing with the with the pack there, and then the uh, um, the '50s thing, and then the space outfits of the aliens and stuff were fun, and then. Yeah, they do such a good job. The, and the the pack that band there's a there's a the bad guys in the movie are these tough kids called the pack, and they're like they look like the stray cats and the cramps. They look cool. Yeah, were, <laughs> they have good playing. hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're um I think they're they're most I think it was mostly the band uh, Jimmy and the oh god, and I just forgot now. It's like Jimmy it, and the something. So, yeah, it's it a like, real. It was a real band. Tell me about that. Yeah, it was a real rock, a real rockabilly band. I mean, okay. I don't know. from that time, you know, I don't probably yeah. not, well, not not Stray Cats level of fame or anything like that. Just like the singer looks exactly like Brian Setzer. Yeah, it is definitely, <laughs> it's probably, but they were cool. Like I think they were wearing their own clothes and stuff because they had like real punk gear. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, they definitely, yeah, they the, definitely had that like tough look to them. Like it actually made them look kind of like tough in there, which actually. And, kind of, Gives them an authenticity that's yeah. really asking for, but it works. <laughs> and their leader is, um, he's not the singer of the band, <laughs> which is funny because mm -hmm. he like, he dictates who gets to sing in the band. That's like his big thing. Like, I decide who sings, okay? And that's played by Boone from Nightbreed. <laughs> Fresh Craig Sheffer, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> he's, he's so tough looking. Yeah, he's like one of those guys, I think they tried to make a heartthrob in the 80s, just never really took off. You I don't know. know. It worked for me. I love Nightbreed. I watched Nightbreed so much when I was a kid. Oh yeah. I mean, no. I mean, he's he's just like one of those guys that just never became like never became a superstar. But he was in a lot of movies at that time. Like, I, yeah, I guess he was because uh, he was in a movie right after this one with uh, Virginia Madsen, where they play like these star-crossed lovers. Uh, he's like this at like some tough boy reform school out in the wilderness and she's like this local girl and they fall in love and oh that sounds like my type of movie yeah no it's a yeah it's a pretty fun movie i, I, I actually reviewed that movie for a previous podcast that i did that no longer exists and is no longer available i was gonna say after years after you do all the space movies you have to do all the reform school movies oh god yeah. <laughs> how many are there i don't know is there's like school ties right yeah that's true there's also there was like a few of those movies in the 90s where they like had like terrorists invade those 
prep schools or something like that. Oh, <laughs> sick. Yeah. We got to yeah. do the okay. toy soldiers. and uh, Oh, yeah. Toy yeah. soldiers. Yeah. I used to watch on cable all the fucking time with my <laughs> That's a good one. Sean Astin, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> Will we? Uh, the, oh, what a cast. What a cast. Yeah. So we got Piazzadore. We got Boone from uh, Nightbreed. And then the good guy band is the Aliens. And they're in, they're like a new wave Devo esque band, and they were yeah. a real band too, right? Yeah, they're called Rima, and apparently, um, according to Discogs, because I was looking up because I never heard of them, but yeah. they, uh, um, hold on, let me find the Discogs page here. Uh, Their record's going for seven hundred dollars. Just kidding. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. It's very hard to find anything other than the very meager offerings on the soundtrack. Uh, which doesn't really have most of the songs from the movie in it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Phoenix, Arizona-based band, which started out doing Christian Latin soft rock in the 70s, then in the, <laughs> then in the early 80s turned secular, dropped the Latin sound, and adopted a harder but more derivative sound, which they later described as 80s pop schlock techno cheese. In, in 1984, the group briefly had a record deal with Curb MCA and contributed to the Voyage of the Rock Alien soundtrack. Band members Mark Jackson and Craig Jensen appeared in the movie as the aliens A-E-I-O-U and N-O-P-Q-R. Okay, so only two of them are in the movie. Got it. But they did the music. Okay, that's funny. And then the, the lead singer isn't, he's just an actor. He's not from the band. I guess so, yeah. And that's the guy from Fast Times at Ridgemont High who like tells Judge Reinhold, like, are, are you harassing this? this customer judge oh, like, yeah, yeah, call, okay. he called me a moron that, okay. that's that's dennis from fast times Ring Road High, and okay, he's yeah look, look he's very likable in this movie i like him a lot i would go see this band live the alien band yeah yeah i did, <laughs> I did like i did like their i did like their vibe i mean you know I, I mean i know hollywood was like obsessed with like whenever they portrayed like a, a weird band in a movie it was always like obviously based on devo because like that's just an obvious visual template to go for because they're just yeah everything was devo in like from like 82 to 86 everything in movies was devo you know what i mean yeah for sure, for sure. <laughs> revenge of the nerds was every it's every it's all devo everything's devo yeah <laughs> all all music is devo in the 80s but it's funny um in that new sparks documentary jack yeah. antonoff says he goes he says all music is Vince Clark and Sparks, and that's just it. Period. The end. I'm like, no, it's not. What are you talking about? There's lots of music that's not that stuff. Do you see the Sparks documentary? I did not see it yet. Is it good? Okay, I've heard no, it's good. No spoil. I didn't like it, but oh. I love. <laughs> no. But you have to see it, you know. Oh, of course. Yeah, Sparks Brothers. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I have not. Did not have not seen it yet, though. I mean, I was I've never been like a huge Sparks fan, but I but I. I'm interested in seeing the documentary. So. I love music. I go. I see every music doc. I just watched Woodstock '99. I liked it a lot. I thought it was very funny. I've heard Moby's pretty insufferable in it. <laughs> Don't get me started. Moby's restaurant is the worst. It's called Little Pine. It's the worst restaurant I've ever been to in my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I could talk about restaurants for. Oh yeah, really. yeah. God. I'll... <laughs> and they eat it. They they hang out a lot at a at a fifties diner in this movie, and it's called local teenage hangout, which is real funny. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of stuff going on there. So there's a you got a, the aliens, you got the beach party scene, you got the rockabilly band. They don't have a band name, by the way. They just have. They're just the, the alien band. Yeah, they just come from a <laughs> rock and roll planet with a guitar ship. Um, <laughs> which is pretty cool. It was a big giant. I like the little the guitar ship. That was pretty cool looking. Um, I love the guitar shaped spaceship. I love it. 
Yeah, and I did like the like the the set design. Like, I mean, it's it's you know it's it's chintzy, but it's cool looking chintzy. It's like it's obviously a lot of care went into it. I I like it. It looks handmade. It, you know, everything looks handmade. But also, I don't know. Some scenes seem like they have a lot of they had a lot of money. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, know? they have like these like they have rubber tentacles wrapped around buildings and stuff. They yeah, it definitely had to <laughs> cost a bit of money to do that. All right. So the the aliens land on Earth. They, the robot comes with them and disguises himself as a fire hydrant. <laughs> and they come down in a phone booth and it looks a lot like Bill and Ted's. Yeah, yeah, that was exactly thinking. I wonder if Bill and Ted got their idea from this or if it was just like, yeah, like great minds think alike situation. <laughs> phone, phone booths were a thing, like Devo. All 80s were all about Devo and phone booths. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be, that would be a good name for like an autobiography or something. <laughs> Devo and phone booths, my life in the 80s. Um, yeah, and so, like, they, they come across uh, the Piazzadora character, Dee Dee, um, who's, like, you know, uh, bubbly, bouncy, cute, uh, sock-hopping, I don't know, rockabilly girlfriend? I don't know. <laughs> I guess yeah, that's... you nailed it. And, and, of course, the Craig Sheffer character is her boyfriend, and, of course, he's, like, kind of a, honestly, a pretty big asshole for the most half of the first half of the movie <laughs> hey i'm just an aloof handsome guy you know yeah, yeah it kind of pushes everybody around and like he, he's like tell he, like he tells the band what to do even though he doesn't sing for them <laughs> yeah what is he he's i don't know yeah that's a, that was a weird dynamic like you're the lead singer should be the leader of the gang dum-dums anyway go on there's like a part where they steal clothes from people at the beginning yeah, the aliens, they come down to Earth. It's much like the Terminator. They're yeah. like, we can't, we can't wear our alien clothes. And they, they steal uh, clothes off two couples making out. And the girls don't want to make out with the guys. And then they're just all naked. And it, was, it would be a horrifying situation for anybody. Yeah. And they steal, they steal their clothes with alien magic. But they don't wear those clothes for the rest of the movie. They just stay in their alien clothes. It didn't even make sense. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we, there's like a little flash of... Uh... PG-13 tits, too. You know, the little yeah. amount they're allowed to show. Ten seconds of titties, we call it. Ten yeah. seconds of titties. Ten second titties. Uh -huh. <laughs> TSTs, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, everyone uh, knows that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's also Ruth Gordon as the sheriff. We, we call that stunt casting. <laughs> yes, yeah. You know, Ruth Gordon famously from Rosemary's Baby and mm -hmm. Harold and Maude and all those movies. But she's just playing that stock character that you see in like a lot of really bad teen sci-fi horror movies from that time. Like, like yeah, like uh, like like Dukes of Hazard and Cannonball Run established. You need to have like this this hick ass sheriff in every movie, you know. Well, even before so. that, even before that, like in a lot of those fifties like horror movies, you get like these uh like uh like bumbling cop right yeah, oh that's true so yeah so it's just yeah but you know I, I wouldn't want anyone else to play that character but ruth gordon so i was happy with this oh yeah yeah it's, <laughs> yeah it doesn't hurt the movie or anything so they just don't do much with that character she's like on there for like maybe five minutes tops you know they just they try to do so much they try to do too much in this movie and that's just another thing they didn't need to do was put in that character but anyway yeah but you know it, it's nice to see her in there and uh um, it's it's a tight uh, scene because she's like 
um, peeping Tom like this strong oh, yes. man. Yes, and she's yes. Like, she's like touching herself and like going, oh yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> she turns the telescope up and sees the guitar ship coming into the orbit. That's right, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. <laughs> she's like, oh, so so she's the only one that knows that there's aliens. Yeah. Yeah. And then they uh, and then the aliens all walk come up to the the malt shop and they um, uh, the the head alien falls in love at first sight with uh, Dee Dee the Piazzadora character and what does he do he fucking does a scanners yeah he blows his head, he blows up and then they have to take him <laughs> back up to the ship oh yeah I forgot to mention that at the beginning when the guys come out like the robot takes them out of suspended animation but like. They're like these little tiny action figures, which he puts through like this machine that like, like they come out, you know, fully grown mm -hmm. adult. It's so cool. Yeah. So after the main uh, alien explodes because <laughs> he's so horny from Pia Zadora mm -hmm. and they take him back up to the ship and they bring him back to life through like photocopying him and, and stuff. It's a pretty cool song. <laughs> I like man. It. Yeah, I'd like yeah. that. And it's not on the official soundtrack. Fuck. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, yeah. So I would buy that record on Discogs right now. It was, and also it had cool effects. They were like pumping him up like he was inflatable and it looked cool. Like if that video was just on MTV, I feel like it would have been a hit. Just that, that little song in them. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. It, it yeah, had cool absolutely. effects and it was a cool, it was a, it was like a slapper. <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was really pissed off when I found out it wasn't on the soundtrack. That's like that's that's like malpractice. <laughs> I don't know what or whatever. It's like okay, malfeasance. <laughs> Alex, did you did you notice that after? Okay, so they bring him back to life, right? Mm -hmm. And then they just drive up to the beach on a tractor, and there's a <laughs> rant. <laughs> there's a rant like the all the aliens are on the tractor, like um, Beverly Hillbilly style. They're yeah, all yeah, on, yeah. standing on it. And it's just this random farmer drives them in on a tractor and all the rockabilly bad guys are clapping for them. Like, yay, they're back. And what was that about? It was so weird. I don't, I didn't understand that. Where did that tractor come from? What was that farmer from? What happened? How did I miss that? That was probably a cut scene. <laughs> okay. That's gotta be a cut scene. <laughs> they're just suddenly on a tractor and everyone's applauding them. And like, did, how, did they know they went up into space and brought them back to life? Oh, yeah. And, and everyone was not shocked at a man exploding in the restaurant, by the way. Everyone was just like, eh, seeing every day, you know? Yeah. No, no. They're, they're like, um, yeah, I, I, it's 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 that suspension of disbelief. You know, they live in a magical musical universe. Everything is fun and people don't really notice when crazy things actually happen. <laughs> I guess. Uh, yeah. Just like living in L.A. I'll tell you what. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and so yeah, but also he brings back when he comes back, he brings a he brings the technology from his spaceship that'll make any woman attracted to him. Yeah. So he he goes into the the restaurant and he turns it on and want want it's men are attracted to him instead of women, and then they yeah. get this really they all pile on that, top of him. It's free. Yeah. I, I like, honestly kind of laughed at that one. <laughs> I, I wrote funny gay joke. Like it's actually it's a bad gay joke, but it's funny actually. You know that's what yeah, I. Yeah, it didn't feel. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't feel like it didn't feel like uh, malicious like a lot of the jokes from that era. Did, you know, it wasn't but like mean. <laughs> lesson learned is just be yourself because Piazzadora likes him anyway, and so they sing together, and he asks her to join his alien band. Yeah. And, but uh, not without a fight, and they have a fight with the with the stray cats 
rockabilly band and it's the alien it's the alien band versus the stray cats and it's pretty cool fight and then they get once they 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 take him out back the the bad guys take the main alien guy out back to beat him up he blocks them with some alien magic right yeah like a it's like a like a force field or something um and this is where they make the most shocking joke in the movie they go maybe he's a scientologist or something which yeah is yeah oh god so yeah. ahead of its time right yeah geez. <laughs> yeah that was really good yeah. <laughs> that was a good joke i'm glad they got a shot into the sci- that was maybe the first scientology joke in cinema uh i know there's some there's some stuff in repo man that kind of makes fun of it oh that's true yeah yeah Yeah, you're right after this they introduce okay alex they drop in a totally moot plot point for no reason they drop in some more bad guys like Mm -hmm. escaped who is it who's the escaped bad guy it's michael berryman (laughs) michael berryman from the hills have eyes i was so excited to see him yep yep instantly recognizable and like yeah he's like got a chainsaw or is he bite a chainsaw at the store i forget he well he's he buys a lot of weapons but he buys a chainsaw i think his name is chainsaw in the movie oh okay yeah (laughs) but i gotta say really quick that i um once met michael berryman at a uh horror convention in fresno and it was tiny and no one was there and he was drinking by himself at the bar at the hotel and so i sat next to him and i like butted in and we talked we had we chatted a little bit and he's a very sweet man and i like him a lot michael berryman hero the 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 principal and the motley crew smoking in the boys room video oh yeah yeah (laughs) and um he's got like the sidekick who's doesn't really amount to much um he oh no that's not true he does have a kind of a funny bit later too yeah that's that's yeah so his sidekick has an oxygen tank they're like they don't really explain it well i guess okay they're escaped from prison, I'm, I'm assuming. But they have a song about, the pack sings a song about them called Troublemaker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not the best song in the movie. Now we're at the point, because every movie from this era had to have a big end scene at the prom, at the school dance. Right. But this one's at the high school cotillion, <laughs> yeah. which is a, a word I have barely heard in my life, cotillion. Yeah, I but had to look keep... it up to make sure to remember what it, what it meant. What is the what is the de- definition? It just of means like an old. It's like an old timey word for like a dance. And there's yeah. there's Sims so like there's Simpsons esque like funny names for everything. Right, right, right. So they're at Heidi High. That's the high school. Heidi High. Spielberg. Spielberg. That's really funny. Yeah. Yeah. And this there was some funny name for the cotillion too. Anyway, yeah. they do a so. so. The pack and the aliens are playing the cotillion, like on opposite sides of the, yeah. of the auditorium. And um, this auditorium looks like shit, by the way, where they filmed it. It does not, it's not good for f- movies. It doesn't look good. No. <laughs> but Pia Zadora sings this song with the aliens. It's dope. It's like a disco village people, Scat Brothers Walk the Night kind of song. Right. Yeah. 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 It's, it's a lot of fun. And then so the, the, they both, they, they go back and forth playing you know and like which yeah there's a fight there's a yeah. battle of the bands it's cool it's like uh i, I don't know i love battle of the bands of movies that's like me too movie. name some great battle of the bands there's the ralph machio oh bill and that's the best yeah station but uh, ralph machio versus uh steve Vai as the devil's guitar player in crossroads is really good <laughs> i was like the uh i was like the kids in the hall riff on that like the, the bobby versus the devil Did you oh that? yeah <laughs> yeah oh during this Village people-esque song, by the way. Pia Zadora does a whole dance scene with her hands in her pockets, and it's pretty tight. 
Oh, I didn't notice that. Oh my god. Yeah. I have to rewatch that. Um, yeah, but- I'll tell you real quick why Pia Zadora is a bad person. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. So she married into wealth. Uh, just go for it. Deserves it. And her and her husband bought um, the leg- this legendary uh, mansion in Beverly Hills called Pickfair because Mary Pickford and Douglas Fairbanks lived there. It was their place where they had the most legendary parties and the architecture was amazing. And she had it demolished because she thought it was haunted. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> what did she think she was gonna kill the ghost or something she she lied to the press and said it was because of termites but later she admitted that it was because she thought it was haunted and she destroyed this amazing perfect beautiful legendary place but also like mansion should be destroyed it's fine maybe she's cool okay <laughs> back to the movie <laughs> hey yeah oh oh yeah also of course uh she as a kid she was in uh, santa claus conquers the market right the great mst3k so she's always been in in the entertainment industries as since she was a baby you know yeah and she's been in more than one alien film (laughs) what was the other oh that's true i bet she's in another one too so when i was growing up like Mm -hmm. by the time like early 90s and stuff she was kind of a punchline you know Mm -hmm. like oh what what oh you're starring in a movie with p is adora ha 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 (laughs) like you know like it means it's a bad movie you know yeah but during this time i think they thought she was going to be a star you know yeah yeah i don't know she's I mean, very likable i get it yeah i mean I, my, my my only real exposure to her i mean because you know i grew up in overseas most of for most of the 80s and uh, and wow i didn't know that yeah well my dad was in the military so i moved around a lot and I was okay born. my memory of the 80s is pretty patchy so i never really was there to experience the uh attempt to make <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah i was i'm yeah i don't remember i was too young i like that's why i just remember the punchline era of her you know and like yeah mystery science theater even having pia zadora as a little girl in this movie was like added to that that <laughs> weirdness yeah. she was in the third naked gun movie as herself like, right coach as a punchline yeah yeah so <laughs> i mean she was in on it you know what i mean oh yeah of course god i forgot that's such a funny fucking joke that yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden we get a yacht rock song sung by boone from nightbreed and it's yeah. about how he's like he's like a, it's like him in the <laughs> it's like him turning into a, like a, a jaguar and stuff right <laughs> yeah it's like a, it's like a panther or a cougar and it's like yeah also the yeah. funny thing about the cougar is that it looks really kind of like kind of like out of shape like it yeah it's like it's an old cougar <laughs> yeah it's like a, yeah it's like it's a very like obviously used to people cougar you know and like yeah uh, it's just uh but you know it works for the video uh, the- it does it's, it's you know it's the song's called nature of the beast i think or at least that's yeah. what he's saying during the yeah. chorus that song was dope i did like that song it was like- well it just goes to show you that like they so it sounded very like yacht rock like doobie brothers to me or something right yeah yeah and um it just goes how they're they're going they're really going for it with this soundtrack like this was somebody's passion project writing all these songs because they're doing new wave rockabilly love ballads and now they're doing like straight up michael mcdonald like like groove and sex rock so it's like i don't know i I admire it it's you know we we songs are i don't know little shop of horrors right like that's like good music and we know those songs it's like that's why that that show lasts is because the music's so good. This right. is not, this music is not that good. No. <laughs> you you just write music. You never know what's going to hit, what's not, you know? What, oh yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, so they're going for it at least, and I admire it. <laughs> well, um, D uh, D D the Piazzora character and um, Frankie. Frankie, yeah, of course, Frankie. Uh, Frankie, uh, they break up. Yeah. So yeah. she's like pissed off at him, and so she goes up into the spaceship with uh, the lead. That's her. right. Yeah. Yeah. As as did is his name or a a b absid because it's his his name is spelled a b c d so everyone calls him absid yeah <laughs> yeah they they take a trip into space together that's what happens on the ship she and and the absid are he's like telling you know he's trying to romance her but he's also telling her like basically on my planet we, we don't have emotions so you'll have to get rid of your emotions if you want to come with us <laughs> yeah which is like, oh no, you'll have to get a. We have an emolectomy, like the the, the surgery yeah, to get rid emo- of it. <laughs> yeah, emolectomy. It's really funny. Get your emotions surgically removed or whatever, and then um, she's like, no, I can't do that, and she basically just goes back to Earth, and then also because uh, Pizarro has like a best friend. Oh yeah, she's really cool. The best friend. She's like got a toolkit at all times. She's kind of like yeah, she's really cool. She was in a lot of eighties sitcoms. Ah. Uh, I remember yeah and um she's like a tough girl but like what 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 how do Alex the sea monster attacks the school the sea monster from the earlier beach song and then also the murderers are trying to kill everyone all at the same time right (laughs) yeah 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 and, and and like the friend is in the high school and she's getting chased by this chainsaw Guy. Michael Berryman, okay. Michael <laughs> but they, they, but it, this is actually one of the things I, the jokes I kind of really appreciated was that like they, like he his uh, uh, chainsaw starts to malfunction and it was, it's not working and so she's like, oh, come on, help, let me help you fix it and they start start a thing and then. <laughs> oh yeah, that was good. I yeah, that was, cute. that was cute. But I have, I'm sorry, everybody, we didn't say that there was a sea monster at the beginning of the movie. Because oh, the yeah. sea monster comes, the sea monster comes back at the end of the movie. We weren't kidding when we said this movie is trying to do everything. <laughs> yeah, it tries to do too much. And it, keep it simple, stupid. That's how you do a rock opera, like fan, fan of the paradise. Okay, you just rip off another movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that movie had songs though. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It, and that also similar fifties nostalgia thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, Rocky Horror had. 50s yeah i mean they all had 50s vibe. i mean everything every, like, yeah you're right everything does i mean greece is the ultimate one right yeah of course that's barely a rock opera though yeah. <laughs> that's just a just straight yeah. musical yeah. um but uh yeah god I'm, i just well, watched no. this movie a few hours ago <laughs> so i could here let me bring it on home okay okay so this all they destroy the monster they kill the murderers uh Piazador is back on earth the aliens help i'm sure they help somehow with everything and then the aliens are like well let's leave the earth a little bit better than when we came here and they make all the tough rockabilly punk rock guys that look like the cramps all of a sudden they turn them into boy scouts yeah <laughs> <laughs> and they get rid of the smog on the earth too yeah yeah like, <laughs> we learn in a bit of exposition from uh the Piazador character dd that uh the town is like super super polluted like everything's got toxic waste in it it's, it's, it's pretty oh funny. yeah there's a funny scene where a guy throws a surfboard into the ocean and it and it dissolves yeah 
That's good stuff. I forgot. So I guess that's where the sea monster comes from. It's like some kind of mutation or something. Thank you. I didn't realize that part. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 very nebulous. It's like whatever. It's just there. Why not throw a sea monster in there? <laughs> yeah, why not? And everything's good at the end. Sorry we spoiled it for you, but whatever. You, you <laughs> should go you should go watch Voyage of the Rock Aliens on 2B TV. Um it's got beach party vibes. It's got rock cool punk rockers and rockabilly guys that look like the cramps and the stray cats. It's got Devo, a Devo band. What else do you need? MP Isadora. <laughs> and uh yeah you only have one question after listening to this podcast to be or not to be <laughs> uh but yeah i mean i really i did enjoy it though it was it was it was it was cute i mean the songs aren't most of the songs aren't that great there are a few good ones though and do you think it would be fun to watch in a theater with people or do you think it would be a bummer like oh my god this movie's so long Oh no, that movie didn't feel too long to me at all. I mean, honestly, it was pr- went went by pretty quickly for me. Um, yeah, like it didn't drag. I mean, it was like you know, it doesn't always work, but like it's not like it not it doesn't it's not in that way that makes you mad. You know, it doesn't mm-hmm. make sometimes when you see a movie and it just fucking annoys you that it's just being so stupid or something. This is this is like light breezy fun. I mean, it doesn't like I said it doesn't always land, but it's. It's definitely like entertaining and it's free. You can watch watch it on Tubi. <laughs> yeah, I know. You can't complain about free, you know. Yeah, um, yeah I w- it was extremely watchable for me, even though I had a lot of false starts with it. Once I settled in and, and just gave, just focused on it, I was like, I love this. Um, it's like I said before, it's Back to the Beach is one of my favorite movies. It would be a good double feature with with that. It doesn't have the life and the jokes that that movie does, but it's right. it, it would it, it's in the same vein. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Definitely. And uh, yeah, I mean, um, well, thank you for breaking our uh, comedy and musical uh, cherries on one episode. <laughs> on one anytime. Episode. Anytime. Yeah. I'm happy to. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, well, thank you so much, Chucky. Uh, is, uh, can uh, our listeners f- find you anywhere on the Internet? Yes, follow me on Twitter at Chalky Funk Wizard or same thing on Instagram. All right. And you also have music online too as well. Yeah, and I have some big shows coming up that are going to be announced. I'm stoked to announce them, so keep an eye out. All right. You, uh, thank you so much. Thank you, Alex. All right, bye. If you have any constructive comments, movie suggestions, or stories of your own otherworldly sightings or encounters, drop us a line at saucercinemapod at gmail.com.